five, four, three, two, one, zero. Hey, what's up? This is the Morning Momentum, and I'm Richie. I'm Ethan. And uh, it's it's good to be back. It's been a week since I've to, been here. It's good to have you back. I miss you. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, <laughs> this has just been a crazy, a crazy couple weeks. Um, but uh, I'm glad that uh, outside of a vacation coming up, mm-hmm. oh, I'm excited about that. Um, Where are that you going again? Going to like the Myrtle Beach area. Myrtle Beach area. Yeah, so it's going to be, be too specific. You don't want the fans to. I, I don't want the fans you. to show up. Um, you know, last year while we were in that area, we had a couple people from the church down there, and mm-hmm. uh, so we got to hang out with them. Um, Fun. And this year, I don't think there's going to be anybody from the church down there, and so that means I can let loose and not mm. worry about what. No. <laughs> cut a Very rug. Nice. Cut you a can, rug. You can dance. Yeah. I can, can cut, cut a rug, rug and rug. dance. Uh, go to the karaoke bars and sing mm-hmm. Johnny Cash. Very nice. And uh, what's your favorite Johnny Cash song? Folsom Prison Blues. Yes. Remember when I played that? <laughs> I do. Church? I do. For those of you who don't know, uh, I played Folsom Prison Blues for our offering time <laughs> <laughs> as background music, and people started clapping. I, I think that was during. Tell me if I'm wrong. Was that graduation Sunday? I have no idea. I think idea. it was. It was I just legit, remember though. playing it, and it, it felt kind of weird. <laughs> I think sometime that we have an instrumental here at church, you should do, like, Wonderwall or, like, some Matchbox 20. Yeah. Something fun like that. Maybe, um, yeah. I, I, I always did, thought, Ethan. I, well, one time I did play Matchbox 20 very slowly behind you. That's awesome. Because I wanted to throw it in there. Nobody I'll, could tell. I'm just going to say this, like... I don't know if you would remember this conversation you and I had, but a year ago when I came back from vacation last time, I was like, you and I should go and travel bars and just do some music stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, come on, that would be fun. Go down to the beach a little bit. And I get it. You're just like, one song. go into the bars. Like, no, like we just play one do song. some Matchbox 20 stuff. <laughs> and <laughs> I mean, why not? We could. And uh, just, you know, the whole thing of that is just uh, getting other people to sing along with you. Yeah. And, uh, so get some money. Yeah, for real. Put the hat out. Mm-hmm. Put the guitar the guitar case out. And mm-hmm. I love it, man. I think that would be fun. You should do it. Um, I th- I think so. So, um, anyways, hey, uh, we love to do this because it's just it's hilarious. Like the only places that you get this is our podcast and the bank. So, Ethan, uh, are there any? Crazy national holidays. Crazy national holidays. <laughs> sometimes some of them crazy. you just scratch your head. Sometimes they're not as crazy. Did you listen to any of my podcasts this this last week? I, I did three podcasts. I have not. Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Um, I have not. But yet, I did I'm national sorry. days every day there. Um, well, let's see what we have. Carousel day. You ever Carousel. big fan of carousel? Are you talking like the horse and like you get jumped on the horse and it goes around in circles? That's that what I would of? think it is. But this okay. picture so is showing. You know the swings. Oh, that's I a carousel? I never called that a carousel, but that's what this is showing. Huh. Do you like carousels or swings? I hate the swings. Too high? Oh, I hate the swings. It just They're the pretty spinning, sketchy. The it's just like a chain. Yeah, and <laughs> uh, yeah, it's sketch. Yeah. Um, International Red Shoe Day. You got any red shoes? 
Have you ever had red shoes? I have. I've had red Adidas ones, and I used to have red Converse. Mm. Uh-huh. Just like basic high top uh, low Converse? Top. Okay. Low top reds. Uh, and then I know a pastor, a uh, pastor friend, that wears red shoes almost every week to preach. I know someone who wears red shoes. It's Dorothy. <laughs> and there you go. Ruby slippers. Ruby slippers. I never owned a pair of red shoes, I don't believe. I was always sticking to blue. My color was blue. But I think blue's safe. I think it is too. Red's a little out there. Did you ever like look up like what does my favorite color mean about me? No. Oh. Blue was always really like boring, you know, like like you know, and red was like strong and powerful. Please. Whatever. National Drowning Prevention Day. I think it's a little late for that, but okay. Should have happened like at the beginning of the summer. Mm-hmm. You think? I don't know. Define beginning of the summer, though. National Drowning Prevention Day. It's also World Drowning Prevention Day. So, prevent drowning and swim. Just kick. Just kick. National kick towards the light. Go to the light. Maybe That's not. a good tip. <laughs> <laughs> yes, if you're drowning, go towards the light. <laughs> It uh, it's also National Hot Fudge Sunday Day. Sunday I can dig. Day. I can dig a hot fudge Sunday. Like, um, there's a place in Springfield we've talked about. It's down the street from your house, ice cream place, Luann's. Maybe is that right, Luann's? Luann's. And uh, they do hot fudge in one of their shakes. Really, it's I've like, never had their shakes. Up. <laughs> they give like the one inch straws, so you can mm. actually drink the shake. It's good. They do like twisters instead of blizzards. Yeah, they are. But they're really good. They're really good. And then uh, finally, National Thread the Needle Day. And it is celebrating all of the various meanings of thread the needle in the English diction, speaking, talking. So, like. Like throwing a dime in football. Throwing a dime in football, um, you know, striking the guy out in baseball, mm-hmm. cutting a car off on the road. <laughs> sure. You threaded the or needle. You went right between like two cars. literally cards. threading a needle. Or literally threading a needle and then sewing up that button. Or person. That ha- that busted off after you had <laughs> a hot fudge sundae. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nice connection. Thank you. I was trying. It's pretty good. Um, you know, I, these these holidays, they're funny. Um, anyways, dude, it's been uh, it's been quite a summer. <clears> and uh, mm-hmm. have, have you gotten a chance to do anything like fun? Exciting, no. like Mm-mm. nothing. No, there's not one thing you can pinpoint. And go, that was a good day. Last uh, Thursday, I had dinner with my grandma. It was really nice. What'd you have to eat? Mac and cheese, baked beans, and corn on the cob. Was this homemade? Mm-hmm. Okay. And lemon cream pie for dessert. Wait, what was it? Lemon cream pie. Okay. Right. I'm not a big lemon person. It was, um, it was pretty good. Was it? Did it have the? Was it the meringue on top? That type of? It was whipped cream. Okay, but it wasn't it wasn't lemon meringue pie? Okay, that's the meringue, and it's like really like it's like egg whites. tart, and mm-hmm. it was lemon cream pie, and so it's like this real fluffy, okay. sweet lemon. It was pretty good. Nice. And did she make that mm-hmm. mac and cheese from scratch, or was it Blue Box? Uh, I think I have no idea. Yeah. Honestly, I can tell you. That's how, that's how good she is. Are you a blue box person? No. Really? Okay. I um, Velveeta? What's your go-to, like, quick mac? Velveeta is pretty good. Okay. But that's also because I like 
using Velveeta and actual mac and cheese. Oh, I 100% agree with you on that one. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I, uh, I don't – it's okay. I, I love cheese. Don't get me wrong. I love cheese, but it's okay. When somebody puts, like, shredded cheese in. Like, I like – I'm just going to, like, I'm Ethan right here. Like, Velveeta cheese all day long in my mm-hmm. mac and cheese. Don't right. don't put some cheddar cheese in there being fancy. You don't need it's to like bake grainy, it. Yeah, you, know? you don't need to bake it. You don't need to get it crunchy. You don't need to add chips to the top or crackers or something. like. Just give me good old plain Velveeta mac and cheese. I think this is probably one of the first things we completely agree on mm-hmm. is Velveeta mac and cheese. Um, yeah, I... Well, I think we also agree that Leanne's was a good ice cream place. Leanne's is a good ice cream place. Um, but, yeah, dude, it's like, uh, that's where it's at. You know, it always, it always, okay, if I go to a party, if I go to a carrion, let's say we have a church carrion. I haven't, yeah. I haven't found this person yet at our church because I don't think that this has been an option yet. But, like, when somebody's like, I'm bringing the mac and cheese or somebody's bringing mac and cheese, my question's always like, well, who? Like, if it's in my family, I want to know who's bringing the mac and cheese. Like, is it mm-hmm. going to be something funky out of a crock pot that's been stewing all day? Like, no, stop that. Or, Ethan, let's just talk about this. Have you had, this was the weirdest thing for me ever. Okay. The TikTok mac and cheese. I don't even know what that is. This was a this was the thing. I haven't seen it for a while. But you would take. Wait a minute. Is it the chip thing? No. Okay. No, you would take raw mac and cheese like mac noodles yeah you know elbow noodles raw you don't cook them mm-hmm. hard you put them oh. in the in the thing mm-hmm. you pour a bunch of milk some butter and then you put the cheese on it throw it in the oven and bake it for like 30 minutes mm-hmm. and i've had it twice now and they put shredded cheese on it. again don't do that right and uh and then they bake it and i've had it twice now in both times like there's nothing worse than getting a crunchy I knew that would noodle. be the case. Every, I, so I have seen that. And every time I see it, I just don't agree with it. Because they make those like those like lasagna noodles that you're supposed to be able to just throw in oh, the sauce. And yes. they never work. No. They're always al dente. Yes. And I'm not that. I don't like that. I can't do that for, no. for that. If al dente is seven minutes, I usually go nine. Like, right. give me a little extra time. Um, but yeah, I fully agree with you on that. Um, I'm just going to like... I know everybody's out there, like, you got to know this. Sometimes the recipes that you find online are just to screw with you. <laughs> I'm just telling you that. Recipes when, online are insane. Like, when you look them up, it's like 30 minutes of reading some random story about the recipe before you actually get to it. Do you ever, like, look them up? <laughs> yes. It's always like a picture, and then it's just you just flying through yeah. this long story they wrote, and then it's you finally get to the recipe. And sometimes you get all the way through it and realize... There's not even a recipe on it. Or it's just, just a like a story about the yeah, recipe. It's just a story about the <laughs> recipe. And it's like, I don't care about your great grandma's like whatever, but Hey, it's what it is. But, um, you need to do something before you go back to school, man, you're getting close. And, uh, you've got senior year coming up. I do. Um, senior itis yet, or is that not hit yet? I don't know if I'm going to get it. I think okay. I had it last semester. Yeah. Junior itis. But I don't think I'm going to get my senior year. Cause I have, too much to do. Too much. <laughs> All right. I want to get it done. All right, that's that's fun, and and so, but you definitely need to try to do something. I know you've done a couple trips to see your sister, and mm-hmm. and I know you got left out of the girls' trip because you weren't a girl. Um, right. Jeez, that happens. Florida, man, that would have been a fun trip. I don't know. Did you get vacation days with your internship? Is that part of the reason? I probably could have, but I didn't really ask. I only work three days a week. <laughs> that's, that's a lot. <laughs> 
um, well, hopefully you get to do something fun. Um, you, I know you have done some mountain biking, uh, yes. which was awesome. Um, so hopefully you get to do something fun before you go back to school. Um, and that way, once you get going, you're, you're ready to roll and then refreshed. Yeah. You gotta, you gotta get that. So that's why I'm excited about my vacation. Get out. Um, you know, I'm going to be, I, I'm going to tell you guys my happy place. This is my happy place, my happy place. And I know this is going to sound bad, like quit judging. My happy place is going to a bar on the beach because typically bars have the bands playing, Mm -hmm. Uh, preferably something like country or Jimmy Buffett, just something, you know, more oceany, you know, nothing hard rock. Like that's crazy. Come Mm -hmm. on. No rap. Like you have rap next to the beach. And the sun's going down. You can, but like sun, not in this situation. In your in your sun's, happy place. The sun's that. dropping down a little bit. You're watching it go down, and then you're sitting there, and you've got yourself, you know, some shrimp mm. there, or some like seafood shrimp tacos, some shrimp like uh, street tacos or something like that. Mm-hmm. And you know, you got the big thing down there is hush puppies, like sweet hush puppies and cinnamon butter. That's that's not just down there and a like a a frozen daiquiri not like okay you know you gotta get the the virgin one mm-hmm. but like something like that where you're just able to just to chill out and just relax yeah nice breeze blowing that's my happy place mm-hmm. and it all it never fails somebody always wants to interrupt my happy place like can we go yet we've only been here for three hours shut up that's like, not their happy place though i know it's like you just go without me place. i'm just gonna stay here I, <laughs> <laughs> hey, sometimes you need to. I know, I know. And then the beach. I love the beach. I don't get in the water much, but I love to just pull my chair out and just lay there. Ocean yeah. in the background, some Jimmy Buffett playing next to me, um, along with some other stuff. Some days it's it's more, you know, Miley Cyrus. But <laughs> it's just that's where I like to be. I like to be at the yeah. beach. So I'm looking forward to it. So Good. I'm um, glad. So anyways, um you know, I, I told you, Ethan, what I wanted to talk about. We're gonna. You did. I want to talk about this for the next the next couple of weeks. Uh, you know, this is a Monday. Next couple of weeks. I don't know. However long we we feel like talking about it, it could okay. be just a couple of pod, podcasts. But um, I, I've been I've been in this this word, and it's not like when I say the word, I'm not talking about like the Bible. a Bible story. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm talking about a simple simple word, like a dictionary word. Dictionary word, and that word is failure mm. um you know there's a lot of sayings out there when you when you hear about this word failure uh a lot of times coaches will use them mm-hmm. you know there's some sayings out there like failure doesn't define you mm-hmm. um you know you you don't fail until you give up you know just some different things like that um and uh and failure is so weird like, yeah. let me tell you why. Like, at least to me it is. And I'm, I'm curious, Ethan, I'm curious, Ethan, like your take a little bit. But like, I think failure is so weird because nobody wants to fail. But if you succeed, 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 you never learn anything from not failing. Like, I, I've learned some of my greatest lessons in life and failure. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, and. Failure also defined looks different for everybody. Yeah, I guess. Uh, I mean, well, what, what do you mean by that last statement? Well, take this for example, okay? Um, t- 
take a baseball team, okay. all right? So you might have one team that's highly competitive and they go 0 and 10 and they look at it as a complete failure of a year. Mm-hmm. Nothing was right, nothing went good. And then you could have the a same a same team or a different team go the same thing, 0 and 10, but come out of the season going, "Oh my gosh, but look at everything that we succeeded on and look at how we came out brighter on the end and we were swinging better, we were hitting better and and look at it in a completely different way and not see failure in it. Mm-hmm. Same record, same outcome, but different viewpoint. Okay. That's kind of what I mean by that. So what would the team that was had the uh, positive outlook see as failure? You know, maybe maybe in their context, their failure would be uh, if a kid's getting upset and throwing things or cussing out an umpire, if it's baseball or a referee, if it's football or, um, you know, getting mad and quitting because they don't want to make or they don't want to deal with an 0 and 10 season. Um, You know, I I would say that those type of things, at least in a coaching standpoint from my side, I feel like those would be greater failures than just just an overall record. Yeah, I would agree with that. I think that's that was that's always my like when I look at failure, like um, it's never. I feel like when we talk about failure, we're going to be talking about sports a lot because that's just what we relate to closely. But I, there's a lot of different kinds of failures. But for me, like I would relate to that Sanka one more, where failure when it comes when it's my personal actions, not the overall team losing. It's how I carry myself, and if I'm doing what I should be doing to mm-hmm. contribute to that. Yeah, I would I would agree with that. And nobody wants to fail. Like point blank. Whether it's you know, let's use a non let's use a non-sport thing. Whether whether it's like with a church. Mm-hmm. You know, here we are uh or we planted a church. Nobody wants to fail at planting a church. You want to thrive to succeed. You you don't want to fail um when putting together your budget, your personal budget because if you fail at putting that together, you're broke mm-hmm. um you don't want to fail an assignment in school right um or an entire grade that'd be pretty bad <laughs> never done it um, knock on wood <laughs> yeah for real <laughs> don't do that but you know there's there's things that pop up every day and and i think a lot of it comes down to this and this is a lot what we're going to be talking about it's 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 the viewpoint that you put to it mm-hmm. you know um I have watched as people really this comes down to being in a rough time in life have have done things like I don't know show up to work five minutes late mm-hmm. and it's not just a oh I showed up five minutes late or oh that's a rough or anything like that like it's like I failed like I just can't do anything right and every time that I try to do something I fail and I mess up but I'm, I'm gonna say this like as long as you keep moving and as long as you keep going, I don't think that you're failing. I, th- I think that you're learning and you're growing. And, yeah, it may not have turned out the, the way that you wanted it to. But, you know, I, I, I've used this before, and I'm going to use this again. Like, I think life – hear me out on this because I know you didn't. I will hear you out. I think life can be a lot like baseball. Okay. Let me tell you why, okay? Okay. Do you understand that baseball is probably the only sport – that you can fail in and still be the top in your in your sport. Think about this for a second. In the Major League Baseball, mm-hmm. a great batting average is 300. Okay. That means you're on base, you're hitting 30% of the 
of the time. It's pretty low. It's failing <laughs> in almost every other thing. Could yeah. you – so tell me this. If you're a football guy, okay? right? Football guy. If a quarterback completes 30% of its passes, what is that? Depends on how good your defense is against the other team, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> but that is pretty bad. So, like, here we are, you know. We're talking about a sport that's literally for, like, it's made around failing. Like, mm-hmm. you know, you look at hitting percentages and you look at all this different stuff that takes place. And, and life's like that. Like, you can't expect life to be, you know, 10 out of 10 every single time that you step up to the plate or mm-hmm. anything that you do. And, but it's how you deal with that that really defines you in life. Yeah. And I like what you said just a minute ago. You know, you're talking about failure as a team. And, you know, being able to step back and go, did I do everything that I could? Um, you think about this. In sports and life, listen, they go hand in hand. I, you might be listening to this going, I'm not a sports person. But the reality of it is, is the things that we talk about, um, they directly relate in life. For example, for example, um, as a team or as a business, you know, you drop the ball on a major project. Mm-hmm. Okay. You drop the ball on a major project. You don't get the major project. You thought you were going to get this new company uh, to be a part of your of your business. And it was a $1.4 million company. And they're no longer going to be a part of it because they didn't like something that happened. What do you do in those instances? You know, do you throw a fit, get mad, quit, give up, walk away? Or do you look at it and say, okay, well, what happened? What happened? What could we do different? And uh, then you start to, to, to relook at things. Okay, well, what did we do? Was it, the del- was it the delivery? Can we change the way that we delivered this? Was it, was it the way that we approached it financially? Was it the way that we approached it this way? And, and as a team, you get back to there and go, okay, what could we do different? Mm-hmm. What could we do different? And, uh, and that is, I'm telling you that, that is what defines you. Mm-hmm. It's how you handle that disappointment or that failure um, that really defines who you are as a person. Yeah. I always thought that was was cool when I played through sports. And it was especially in football. And it seemed like coaches in football really, really <laughs> can be tough. And it can, I mean, most people, a lot of people might not like that. But I always found it interesting that something they always pushed was its relation to life. When you're, and it might sound, I don't know, cliche or kind of, I don't know, not that interesting me going football is life, but it was, it was, they would always tell us even stories like before games or at certain times in practices that we can relate to, um, hard work and dedication to, you know, in football, but then really like saying it plainly to us that in life, you're probably going to face a lot of hardships too. And you need this mindset to be able to push through those push past those and and figure out what you need to do to progress forward even after that but I always found that super interesting that and I I think it's really cool that it seems like it's just a fun sport maybe but they're using it as an opportunity to really help young kids kind of have a a good outlook on their life when instead of just when maybe they face a hard point or failure they'll just quit now they have even if it's for football they still have that passion to keep keep pushing forward but i always found that super cool and interesting that that was the way they use that yeah i love that and so 
you know, like I said, we're going to talk about this for a little bit now. And uh, if you got anything that you want to chime in or stories you want to chime in with, we'd love to hear them from you. Um, you can check us out at the Movement 937 on all social media platforms and drop it there. Uh, you can go to movementchurch.community/give, and uh, there's a way there to contact us as well. And we'd love to hear from you. Um, share share a story with us um, of some time that that maybe failure was going to define you, but you didn't allow that to take place and did not mm-hmm. allow that to happen because of what you learned from that. And and uh, and so we want to definitely encourage you to do that. And we want you to know this as well is that, you know, we know it's Monday. It's a rough day for everybody. Typically um, you need to go out and conquer it. Do mm-hmm. not let, listen to me, do not let one situation, one person, even one conversation define who you are. Understand and know that you are amazing. You're awesome. And uh, we care about you. And we know that you're going to do big things this week. Yeah. And as we always encourage you to do. And we always will. Go out, make a difference in somebody's life. Mm -hmm. And Ethan, give them something they can do this week. Something you can do this week is tell someone not to drown. Yeah, tell Just don't tell them to kick towards the light, the light, um, go to the pool and just start screaming that to everybody. They might kick you out. Um, but that'd be hilarious. Yeah. Just go, go towards (laughs) the lights. Or what you could do is say, Hey, how's your day going? That's a great thing to do. Yeah. Yeah. Or you can always send uh, your pastor a uh, Starbucks gift card through the app. And no, and your media director. <laughs> and your media director. But he, <laughs> are you a Starbucks person? No, I'm not. I didn't think you were. But send I'm going to use it if you send me one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But yeah, but go out, conquer, the, conquer it today. Conquer your job, school, even your day off, whatever it might be for you. Go out and make a difference. Be the difference. And, uh, I cannot wait to hear from you guys uh, some of your victory stories through Mm -hmm. uh, failure. And so we will see you next time. See you then. Bye.